0: If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Maker Mom Podcast. Today's guest is Carson with I Totally Have a Workshop. That's her handle on Instagram. It was really fun getting to talk with Carson. She's kind of new to uh, woodworking side of making. She's been a maker for quite some time. Uh, Really enjoyed doing things like quilting and just getting into woodworking. Has made a few pieces um, and is really enjoying just learning about the craft and has really enjoyed finding the community of other moms and other women who are also doing woodworking out there. On Instagram. So it was a great conversation with her awesome perspective of somebody who's kind of just getting into the community, just getting into the craft. So I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Uh, but before we get into it, um, are you already following along with Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram? If you're not, it's just at Maker Mom Podcast. Please go ahead and check it out and give a follow. Um, you'll see what's like coming up who what guests are coming up and i share funny momming quotes and all kinds of stuff so you want to make sure you're following along there and also if you're enjoying the show if you've been listening for a while please go to itunes give us a, a rating and review five star is awesome um that's how we get found and are considered you know more discoverable and that's what we want to do right that's that's what i'm looking to do is get more maker moms to find out about the podcast, listen to the podcast, and know that there's a bigger community of us out there and uh, let's just make this tribe big, all right? With no further ado though, here is Carson with I Totally Have a Workshop. All right, awesome. Well, how about we just have you uh, introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, all that fun stuff.
1: Uh, Okay, so I am Carson Levitt. And I feel like an amateur compared to a lot of the other people that you've had on here. But um, I have been, you know, focusing on woodworking uh, recently as my making of choice. And um, I live in Arizona. I've got three kids. So I have a six-year-old, three-year-old, and an 18-month-old. So, yeah, just working on some DIY house projects and learning more about woodworking and trying to really become a real maker.
0: <laughs> well, especially for those that 3-year-old and 18-month-old, uh God bless you because there are some <laughs> close together age groups yeah. there and they are yeah neither one is an easy age group. So.
1: They are not. That <laughs> yeah. is true. The 18 month old is particularly busy right now. I can pretty much only work when he is sleeping. <laughs> so. exactly. Yep. Yeah, the older turn, ones are a little bit better, but
0: yeah, turn your back for like one second and you know, they've got like a cord in their mouth or something crazy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: I know. He's always like making away with stuff. He actually found a wrench this morning. Nice. And so he wandered off uh with a <laughs> wrench and we had to run after him like, No, that's a bad idea <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, awesome. Um, So three kiddos, uh, all boys, all girls.
1: Uh, My oldest is a girl, a kindergartner, and then two little boys. Okay. Definitely different, (laughs) but all creative in their own way, and so all super fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, let's go back a little bit, Carson. What was your childhood like? Where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in Virginia outside Washington DC and I am the youngest of five and I come from a family of makers. Uh, My dad made me a loft bed shaped like a castle when I was like three and um, then my mom made me a matching doll sized version of the same bed when I was ten um so that was pretty fun and my mom is just the type who can figure out how to do something even if she's never done it before and so she would always dabble in lots of different crafts and making and we always had supplies for anything you could think of you know it was like you want to make something out of clay here's the box that has clay stuff you want to do something with fabric here's the fabric you know and 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 they had tools and other things as well. She made all of our Halloween costumes. She made a suit of armor for the fifth grade medieval play. Um, and she was always learning and trying things, making things. She actually got her master's in fine art when I was a kid and she teaches computer graphics now. So that was always a really good and fun way to grow up. And, uh, my sisters are artists, too. They're pretty much good at everything they try. Um, my brothers are also cool, but they're not as good at making. They're more, like, tech savvy. <laughs> so, um, but I think I, like, intentionally shied away from crafty and handy things growing up because I knew I wasn't as naturally good as they were and I was afraid of being compared like I already was compared I had the same art teacher who had both of my sisters and so it was like an expectation that I would be great at art like my sisters were and then I wasn't quite <laughs> um but I mean it still was a wonderful way to grow up like I didn't resent them at all I'm super proud of my sisters and I go to them for advice on projects all the time um and uh I acknowledge that they're still better at original ideas, but (laughs) it's been good for me to learn that I have some of that in me, too, that, like, making and creative spirit that my family has. It's been really fun to sort of come into my own and realize that, like, I want to do that, too, and I don't need to, like, compare myself to you.
0: Well, first of all, youngest of five, that's kind of like, wow. My wife is also the youngest of five. So <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> I think that's just kind of crazy to have that many kids <laughs> in a family.
1: It um, is definitely
0: crazy. <laughs> so, and then you say, so you say your sisters are, you know, like um, kind of that artistic quality too. But so are they makers as well? I mean, are they doing similar like are they doing woodworking and stuff like you as well or um a little bit um
1: I mean like they both are painters as well like that's some of I think where they kind of got their start but um but they definitely have made plenty of things out of wood my my oldest sister um is currently a bike mechanic, which I actually think is super rad. And um, she's just really good at understanding how things work. And so she's never like, I. Identified as a woodworker, but she just picks up and makes stuff. Like, she actually made this playhouse for her kids this last year that looks like a dinosaur skull. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And my husband was like, When are we making that? And I'm like, I need a little bit more time to learn woodworking before I can get to that point. Um, and then my other sister is working as an interior designer. And so she's really good at that design side of things and putting together a room and figuring out how it goes together. But she does a lot of that herself so she can, you know, use the tools and um, put up the different things. I know she's done like some cool feature walls and uh, so, so yeah, they, they dabble in a lot of different things, but um, not specifically woodworking, but they can hold their own with that
0: too. That's awesome. Uh, and note to self, I might have to check back in with you at the end of the podcast to get your oldest sister's name so I can uh <laughs> her on the podcast. She,
1: she I know. Well, <laughs> either of them, only one of them like has an Instagram for her stuff. So you should check out hers. But uh, <laughs> the other one is like so tight lipped. It's like, hey dad said you were making a playhouse and she's like yeah no big deal and sends you a picture of this like dinosaur skull you're like okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know you're regretting you got the wrong sister for the podcast no
0: no not regretting at all not (laughs) even the least um all right so you said you kind of like maybe shied away from that as a kid so what things did you have kind of an interest in you know like in your maybe more formative years as a kid, like high school and stuff, what, what things were you interested in?
1: I did choir and theater was my thing. (laughs) So I liked to sing. And, and that's actually the other thing that's interesting is I'm really the only extrovert in my family. So the rest of them all definitely identify as introverts, but I am a little bit more willing to get up in front and try something new. And, um, so yeah, I liked doing theater and choir.
0: Awesome. Did you, um, did you go into college or anything or um, uh, past yeah. high school?
1: Yes. I, uh, I attended BYU in Utah and um, studied humanities, which is useless. But I did really enjoy school and my friends and my classes. I feel like I did learn a lot. Um, and that's where I met my husband. Um, But it wasn't really until after college that I sort of started making and embracing that creative side.
0: So what got you started into, I guess, maybe how how long have you considered yourself kind of a maker? And uh, like what did you start with?
1: Um, I started with like... I would make like a wreath or something, you know, just littler things, and um, made a couple Halloween costumes, just something kind of easy. And then I I picked up quilting actually, and I I tried knitting for a little while, but I only knitted like two things, and then I moved on. Um, but quilting I liked. I, I I quilted for a while, so I I would say I like really started feeling like a maker maybe nine or ten years ago and um uh, but but quilting was my main thing um mostly baby quilts just but I liked them being like a little bit more modern and um different you know it, it's not like old lady quilts um not to disparage that it's just like I liked the creativity figuring out what I wanted it to look like um was what I really enjoyed about quilting. So, um, yeah, I just dabbled in a lot of different crafts for a while. So,
0: so what got you started in woodworking?
1: So we moved to a different state one week before my second child was born. And it was really hard and we didn't really have any family or friends close by and my husband started his new job the day after we came home from the hospital so it was just kind of a difficult time and um, so about six months after that I was struggling with postpartum depression and just trying to figure out where I don't know my individuality was and, um, my husband was the one who had the idea that I needed to do something for me. And so he looked up some community college classes that I could just do there locally. And the first one I actually took was art welding, um, which was pretty rad. Um, and, uh, I made one piece and, but you know, welding is like, you really need a lot of really specific tools and, um, So, you know, and and my husband was getting all excited about it. Like, should we buy you a hood? And I'm like, not yet. Like, (laughs) you kind of need all that other stuff. And um, so after that class, I took a woodworking class. And um, I loved it. It was like, where has this been all my life? I just, I love the power tools and working with my hands and seeing my vision come to life. And I I don't know. I just, it was really great. I I had a really great teacher um, who was really just tell me what you want to make and I'll help you figure out how to make it. And so nothing was like "to like, oh, you're a novice. You can't do that. It was like, yeah, this is how you would do that. And, um, it was really fun. I really liked it. So, so that was sort of the starting off point that I should, I should do this. I think I could do
0: this. That's awesome. So what do you mainly make now? Um, as far as woodworking, like what are the things that you like to make the most are you furniture home decor things in between the whole gamut yeah. <laughs> i mean
1: i i kind of want to try to make a bunch of different stuff to see just learn and understand how things are constructed so i can better do it i've mostly made furniture so far um so a storage chest was my very first thing in that class and uh, then i made um I guess another storage chest like a storage bench for my entryway so it has like kids shoes in it and I made a headboard and uh, I've made some wall art so um, yeah well that's the other thing that was fun about it to me is um, did you ever watch that NBC show making it? I really loved that and they had a challenge that was to make a quilt out of non-traditional materials and the one guy did one out of wood and I was like yeah (laughs) it just like (laughs) fell exactly up my alley to do like okay I can take what I love about quilting and turn it into woodworking and have it be this creative and artsy outlet um so yeah but I mean my plans going forward are like another headboard an outdoor couch um I oh I did make a balance beam uh for my daughter and so then I'm also hoping to do sort of like an outdoor obstacle coursey thing so think uh American Ninja Warriors. so I might make <laughs> things for that um but I I love the like wall art, the mosaics that are really popular right now. I want to try some of those. And so, yeah, I just kind of want to do it all, which I know is like a little ambitious, but I just want to learn. I want to learn all those different steps and it just helps me feel really like accomplished and productive to have something that I'm making for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so doing that, well, probably not doing the woodworking course, maybe doing the the welding course. Was that the first time you, like, really used power tools? Um,
1: like, maybe pretty heavy-duty ones. We always had... Uh, you know, like, I definitely used a power drill before, and we had a bandsaw in our basement when I was growing up, and so that's the only main woodworking type tool I remember that we had growing up, but it, we used it really for, for a lot of things. It was really versatile, you know, like, oh, well, the bandsaw can probably handle that, and so I think I used that a little bit, but, but as far as, like, regular use and really figuring out how to use stuff, yeah, it probably was.
0: Um, so was there any intimidation factor for you? Like did you feel intimidated about trying out anything at first?
1: I don't think so. I uh I was really well supported by my husband. He was always on board and the one pushing me to try that and and then um because the members of my family are all makers too. It was like I had good support if I had any questions about something. I had people that I could go to directly that could help me figure that out. So, yeah, I, I've always sort of had this like I got to at least try and I can figure it out if I try. So um, I, I don't remember being too intimidated by it.
0: That's I think great.
1: Yeah. 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 I was intimidated doing this because I listened to Jen Woodhouse and I was like, well, I'm not quite there yet.
0: <laughs> hey, you never know. That could, be, could totally be the future. Um, so I do want to go back a little bit to, um, you know, you said the the whole reason you tried the classes um, was because of the postpartum depression and kind of that loss of identity, which I totally can relate to that definitely happened to me after my second was born um as well. So do you feel like I mean, do you feel like that's helped going and learning these new skills and getting into woodworking? Has that uh helped you kind of touch into something that's like just you?
1: Absolutely. I think it's totally helped. I mean, I think that you need to see your doctor and get that kind of help as well. But it was just that I, I realized at some point that my greatest fear was losing myself in motherhood. And I love my children and I love being a mother, but I needed to still feel like me and still feel like I was growing as a person and not stagnating and losing myself as I helped them grow and this has totally been that for me you know it was just I feel like a little bit more interesting and like I'm producing things and and you know like making something and being able to be like I made that it just it really it it makes me really happy and it makes a big difference in just that like that's part of me just as much as they are part of me. So yeah, it it has absolutely been helpful to have that creative outlet.
0: It sounds like, I mean, you definitely, I think have a benefit of, you know, at least one uh, of your sisters is also basically a maker mom as well. Um, But are there other uh, moms in your community that you've found through doing this?
1: not yet. Most of my friends are like, how do you do that? And some of them want to learn. And so I'm like, come on over. And we'll I'll teach you how to use some power tools. Um so I I haven't yet. I am excited to branch into that community. Um you know, I, I've already noticed a few more groups and and I, I love how like uh present it seems like all of the female woodworkers are it's really fun to feel like there is this community of female woodworkers that like are just really good at supporting each other too so uh. yeah
0: yeah I definitely think so on on social media and uh, specifically Instagram I think there's a nice community of us um, on there for sure Um, all right so let's talk shop a little bit what uh what kind of tools do you have at your uh in-home shop space
1: so i got a miter saw for christmas was my first well i already had a power drill um and then the miter saw was my first uh like big one and that was great like i felt like i could do a lot with the miter saw you know and so uh that was a really good starting point um but I have been able to grow a lot. So um, I have a sander and... Um, a table saw, and a planer. I'm really excited about the planer. That was one thing that we had, like, when I took my woodworking class, there was a planer, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to get a planer. Like, how am I supposed to make things as nice at home if I don't have this? And so now I, like, I made stuff without it, and it Mm -hmm. worked fine. But now that I have it, it's like, oh, the possibilities. (laughs) Um, So...
0: Uh, what would you say is your like favorite go-to tool in your shop
1: I'd say the miter saw it's just it was my first one it's where I like figured out how I could do the most things with just this one you know and um so uh, yeah that was yeah I love my miter saw it's awesome
0: you know you're not alone I think probably if I had to guess, it'd be like 75% of the maker moms I've interviewed say miter saw, hands down.
1: (laughs) Well, I did just get a jigsaw too, and I'm excited to mess around with that one. (laughs) But no, I think the miter saw seems the most versatile right now.
0: Yeah. All right, so I know you have one because every maker and woodworker has that list of, like, the tools that you really want to get, but you don't have yet. So what's at the top of your, like, I really, really want that tool?
1: Well... Following different people on uh Instagram, it's the scroll saw. Looks really fun to try. I don't even think I knew what that was until recently. But watch, I will just sit there and watch videos of people use a scroll saw. So yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah, those are also pretty. Like you said, you know, uh, you remembering the whole bandsaw in your yes. growing up and being versatile. To me, a scroll saw is just like a really tiny version of a bandsaw. Like yeah. <laughs> it does very similar things, right? just yes. on a smaller scale, but that's yeah. true. Yeah. It's definitely a good, a uh, good tool out there. Um, so it sounds like right now, you know, that you're making things for you in your home and your family. Um, do you foresee, you know, maybe taking a step and and building things for other people? You know, maybe
1: I, part of me hopes so, but at this point, everything I'm making is, like, the first time I've made that, and I'm really comfortable with it, uh, but it's, like, would I let somebody else have it, you know, and be, like, I can see all the flaws and mistakes, and so I'm just, like, not confident enough yet, but I, you just got to practice right and so hopefully with enough practice I'll be confident enough I actually already had a couple friends who wanted me to make uh, balance beams for them so um but it's the same thing it's like let me maybe make another few things first and just make sure I like know what I'm doing before you like pay money to let your child walk on this
0: (laughs) though to be to be fair a balance beam there's fairly low risk and <laughs> I, know, I
1: know it's true <laughs> keep it simple
0: that's right um, i'm currently i don't know if you're familiar with a pickler's triangle um no. it's a toddler climbing contraption um, oh
1: yes i have seen those yes
0: yeah. so i'm making one of those for my daughter's like montessori preschool and cool. and i feel like I have a decent amount of experience, but even that, I mean, it has me nervous and I'm kind of like, okay, so we're going to like sign papers that all liability goes to you. <laughs> <once> this, like, <laughs> your room, right? yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, okay. So maybe a little time as far as, you know, making things for other people. Um, but what about on the side of like, Content creation, as far as maybe blogging or how to 's um, do you have any inklings or interests in that possibly in the future uh,
1: i don 't know honestly, blogs seem like a lot of work <laughs> like I like the part of the work that I like is the making so um, I mean for now i 've just been doing a few uh like Instagram videos and something like that, but uh but I do not foresee myself wanting to do a blog, but you know, you never know it, just see where we takes it. And I've got my little videos to be like, this is how I did this. And that's how it worked for me. And that's been working for now, but you never know. Things always evolve and change.
0: So what is the benefit to you or, um, I mean, I think you kind of touched on it already about like being on Instagram and like sharing that information. Um, What is that? I mean, what is that feeling, I guess, for you?
1: Part of it is just like pride in my work. You know, it's just fun to be like, I made this and I'm proud of it and I want to share it. And But I I like the idea of showing other women and other moms that they can do it too. It's just like, uh, this has been a really great outlet for me. And it may seem inaccessible to a lot of people, but it actually is totally possible. That was one of my things. I changed out a light this week. And I think... You know, a lot of people might be kind of intimidated by changing out a light because you don't know a lot about electricity or whatever, but, um, but it's really not that hard. You just have to be willing to try. And I think that's true about a lot of projects. And so that's my point is to just be like, hey, look, if I can do it, you can do it. And so, yeah, but I'm not trying to put too much pressure on myself because I know Instagram can do that to people. So I'm trying to just go at my own pace and not be too focused on likes and followers and just I'm doing this to help me and if it helps you then that's wonderful.
0: Have you found um, or have you maybe started generating a a community on there you know that goes outside of your geographical location?
1: It feels like it a little bit. Um, There was one maker oh I'm not going to remember their handle who started following me and so I went over and I looked at her page and it was like hey I think we would be friends (laughs) it was (laughs) just really fun to uh this homemade home Mm -hmm. was that one and so it was it's just fun to sort of start to make that um those connections and that realization um yeah, it, it, it is a community, even though you're far and Mm -hmm. that's been really cool to realize and just like get ideas from these other makers. And so, yeah, it's been fun.
0: Awesome. Um, how do you manage, um, being a busy mom of three and sneaking, uh, making in there?
1: So I have this joke that having projects simultaneously makes me a better and a worse mom. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's kind of true, like, you've got to do stuff for you. Um, And that was, you know, when I talked about, like, I didn't want to lose myself. And so I just had to find something for me that helps me be a better mom. I feel like when I feel more fulfilled and like myself, then I have more to give to them. I'm less short with them and I'm, you know, it's much easier for me to be patient and want to help them do their creative things. Um, So uh, yeah. And you just squeeze it in when you can. So naps after bed and you figure out which tools you're comfortable using with them around. (laughs) Sander, I don't mind sanding when they're around.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sander's pretty good. I don't know about you, but my kids um always complain about the noise. So sometimes yes. I can't even I can't even <laughs> sander when they're around.
1: Um, that is true. They do complain about the noise. <laughs> Mostly just my middle son. Feel like that's too loud. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's great.
0: Though I will say I had my three year old, uh, there was a day she was uh, sick. And so um, she was home and I still needed to get to the shop. And so she's coming with me. Um, But I sat her down and she got really intrigued by the sanding block. And so like, I put some sandpaper on it and she went to town. I'm like, okay child labor i'm glad that, I
1: have that as an option <laughs> yep i've let my kids help sand that yep. my daughter wants me to help her make a birdhouse oh. and i'm like you know what it seems like a great mother daughter bonding thing so exactly. but i think i'm gonna try it with plexiglass mm. so
0: inside it i think that's cool fun. so it we'll does see sound how fun. that works out sounds very fun. So, I am curious, were you the only woman in either the welding or the woodworking class?
1: Um, fun fact, my welding class was taught by a woman and only women were in it.
0: Nice. I so, love that.
1: Yeah, the woodworking one was more split. Um, I'd say at least half and half, if not leaning a little bit more male. Um, but but yeah it was kind of random and interesting. It was art welding, so that might have been part of it <laughs> um, but yeah it was it was a a decent mix in uh woodworking, and my teacher was great didn't mm-hmm. have any qualms about that, so
0: that's awesome um have you taken any other classes uh besides those first two?
1: No, I haven't um i we were in a smaller town and my husband's commute was shorter and we only had two kids. So that made it a little bit easier to make that fit in. Um, so now that we're in a bigger town and we've got three kids and his commute's longer, you know, it's just a little bit different, but that's part of why it's been really fun to build up my own shop and just sort of like learn as I go. Um, and uh yeah, just the internet is my teacher. <laughs>
0: and say, so have you found have you found things like YouTube helpful um, to like look up how to do something?
1: A little bit, yeah. Um, I I like trying to figure out how things work on my own. It's part of the process for me. And so, um, like, I just built a workbench from for my shop, and I looked at a. I think it was shanty to chic plans, but I didn't actually use their plans. I just sort of looked at how it was constructed and then tried to figure it out the rest of the way on my own and I know that there's a lot of like technical things that you've gotta like learn the right way to do it, but I just appreciate sort of the like um, I don't know thought process of being able to understand how things constructed, not just follow instructions
0: no I mean I think that's. I think there's definitely a benefit there right like obviously people I think people learn a lot more through trial and error or from a mistake that they make uh, than being taught always taught the correct way to do it from the get-go yeah Um, you know I think everybody is that way so I think there's definitely probably benefits in that methodology
1: yeah, it's just the balance of the two, I think, like understanding the technical things, but also not relying on somebody else telling me how to do everything.
0: Yep, so. exactly. So what's your favorite part? And I know you said quite a bit already, but what's your favorite part do you feel like about being a maker? And you're kind of a maker across several different areas. So. uh Yeah,
1: it just, it helps me feel productive and creative and useful and interesting. And I know being a mom is super useful, but it can be kind of thankless. (laughs) So I like building something and I made that. It just, it fills me with pride. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't expect a thank you until... Like your daughter has her own child, probably.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) My mom even said that when my first child was born. She was like, Now do you get it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks,
1: mom. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, What's your favorite part about being a mom? Just the love. I
1: mean, I love those little people so much. Uh, It's like I made my own little buddies. uh they're funny and thoughtful and i like seeing them grow into themselves and i remember once when my second was tiny and i was struggling with postpartum he looked at me with such love and i realized he's only known me during this really hard time in my life and he still thinks i'm the coolest person and that was just amazing to me and it helped me realize like okay well i can do this for him i can make this work and and share this love and it's it's really amazing to see just how they grow and how they love you and interact with the world
0: yeah it is what do you what do you hope that they learn from watching you you know starting down this path of being a a maker and a woodworker
1: I want them to know that mom can do hard things and I want them to know that they can do anything if they work hard and that women can do anything if they work hard. I actually really like that in my house, the tools are moms and, uh, and my husband's cool with it too. And so my kids will grow up and they'll be like, yeah, mom, mom can do it. Mom can do those things. And uh, I just, I want them to see that not only do I, you know, work hard, but I also make that time for myself, and that, you know, mom's needs are important, too, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think all of that's awesome to be able to not, maybe, maybe not to say, but to demonstrate, you know, yeah, through definitely. action, and they just pick that up, because they're just watching you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it sounds like you've got Uh, a birdhouse project coming up Um, any uh, other like fun project that you're like really looking forward to work on
1: I'm gonna try to board and batten a wall in my house by myself so that is a big project so i'm sure it'll take a long time and go in a lot of phases but it's pretty much everything my brain is thinking about in quiet moments is like logistics of how Mm -hmm. that's going to work and um so yeah that one's been fun and uh you know with summer coming the um and the outdoor couch is the other thing that i'm planning on so those are my next two big projects that i'm excited about and ready to just sit on that couch and watch kids play in the sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: That's awesome. Well, what would be uh, advice that you would give to another mom who's like, you know, looking to tackle a new skill like making or DIY or woodworking, but hesitant, you know, to kind of like get started on that.
1: Um, probably start small. You know, you don't wanna like do something that's above your uh, capabilities and get overwhelmed. So start with something small and then um, don't compare yourself to others. It's a learning process for all of us. Everybody's at a different point. So what you can do is gonna be awesome and it doesn't matter how it compares to how somebody else did the same thing. And don't be afraid of failure because that's part of the learning process. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes and things are going to not turn out the way you wanted them to, but you just keep trying and and you just do it. You you have to get out of your head and just do it. So
0: yes, that uh, just doing it part that's the hardest. Right? It is
1: the hardest. <laughs> I'm I'm reading the Amy Polar book yes please right now and she has a line about that that's it's the doing of the thing.
0: That's yeah. The-
1: you know like it's not the worrying about the thing not the talking about the thing the doing of the thing and I really liked it I'm like yes that's it and you just you got to do the thing (laughs)
0: um all right so you know especially you know as kind of a new ish maker mom um are there any other like maker moms out there that you like really look up to that you're inspired by
1: well, my one sister is um, Hardware Homeware. It might be Hardware Homeware Designs. Let me double check. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Hardware Homeware Designs is my sister on Instagram. And she she's one of those makers that might make you feel overwhelmed. But it's really great uh, inspiration. And she really is so loving and down to earth and, you know, following her uh will be really fun um so you know that's probably my favorite is my sister um you know Anna White we all love Anna White that's just like the founder <laughs> feels like <laughs> of the female woodworker movement and, uh-huh. um but uh yeah
0: okay so. Awesome. Well, thank you uh, for sharing those with us Um, and thank you for taking the time to talk with me today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah. Nice to meet you. Exactly. Awesome. So again, that was Carson with I Totally Have a Workshop on Instagram. And I will include ways that you can follow along with Carson and uh, the other people that she also mentioned during the show. I'll make sure that I link to them as well in the show notes. So if you want to check those out, uh, if you're following along on Instagram, again, that's at Podcast on Instagram, you just hit the link in the bio and hit show notes and it will take you right there. So it's like super easy. If you're not on Instagram or not following us on Instagram, Instagram, though you should be. Um, You can also go to www.makermompodcast.com. Currently, that will redirect you to the homepage of Freeman Furnishings. Just go to the upper left-hand corner, hit podcast, and you'll find the show notes for this episode and all the previous episodes. And again, I just want to say thank you so much for all of you who are listening, who are following along, who are participating. Definitely thank you to all of the moms who have agreed uh, to let me interview them, a total stranger reaching out to them. I have enjoyed every single one of the conversations, and I hope you have too. Um, Until next week, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe leave an awesome review, and share this out with other maker moms you know.